Hello again. Welcome. This is going to be part three of Dobby's Villainous Queen. Uh, a little side note. This one's going to be a bit more um, on the spicier side. So, uh, I don't know how you're going to handle that. <laughs> Otherwise than that, I will begin. Chapter three of Dobby's Villainous Queen, Reign of Lust. My queen. Hawk's voice trembled. Shh. You see as you kiss the pulsing veins going up his forearms. Hawk swallowed loudly. Sir Hawks, get on your knees for your queen. You didn't bother looking at him. You were sure that he was just as confused as you were insane at the moment. Well, there really isn't much about fidelity in the contract. Why shouldn't I? I mean, I am the queen. Is a queen nothing more than a pawn, easily replaceable? No. No, not me. I am not my mother. I'm not just a thing to be sacrificed. Hawks's knees gave way beneath him. Yes, my queen. Doughy brown eyes stared up at you. Not with power or greed, but something you didn't recognize before. It was much like Dobby's eyes when you spat with him. Except this looked different. So much softer. So much more inviting. You couldn't let the night slip by wrapped in those warm, big brown eyes. God, I deserve this. I deserve happiness. You placed your hand around his face. He did not flinch with fear. Slowly, you pressed your forehead into his. You remind me of a dream I once had. Closing your eyes, you let the scent of vanilla and metal settled into your mind. You remind me... You make me long for my days of innocence. When I dared to dream of a knight or a prince whisking me away, riding off into the sunset. You know, it promised a happy ever after. Hawks's left hand fell onto your thighs. A soft grip perfectly felt through such a light fabric. Why? Do you think they torture women with fantasies? You asked, pressing a kiss to his cheeks. I think that it's to weak us, to keep us weak and domicile. If you're good, you'll be loved. If you listen and obey, you'll be rewarded. These are all false promises. To get what I want, I have to be merciless and act with intention. And is that what you want, my queen? His hand now sliding up and down your thigh. <laughs> I want money, power, and glory. 
that will all be accomplished through time. And luckily the king and I have aligned goals. Hawks wince at the mention of the king. But for now, what I want from you is to worship me as you would to Aphrodite herself. And keep this just between the two of us. Of course, Mike Lee. His hand slipped down your legs. Slowly and softly, you kissed up, the anticipation rising like a match just beginning to spread. Your dress rose higher and higher as you began to lick some of the slick off your thighs. Shudders of pleasure coursed through your body. You placed your head back, your hips moving forward, the arousal more painful than ever. You needed to be touched, you needed to be worshipped, and you could hear the drawers being shredded to pieces, the air feeling cold around your heated cunt. Placing your hand in his hair, you pressed him against your inner thigh. Your wish is my command, my queen. Hawks murmurs as he dives deeper between your thighs. Without fear and hesitation, his face is buried. Excitedly, a choke moan of absolute bliss. His tongue feels sweet relief. This is what it meant to be worshipped by a man, having him between your thighs and on his knees. You lick your lips, reveling in the power that you had always, but had never been able to use. Hunk's groan vibrated over his sensitive tongue as he roughly looked up and down, pressing so forcefully that his nose rubbed against your clit. In his blinding lust, he inserts a finger into your desperate cunt, then another. They go in easily, and you moan and flex around them. His tongue still working. It was then that you noticed his hands around his throbbing member, not as long as Thobby's, but plump and wide. His hands travel up and down quickly. Hawks, does this please you? Worshipping me like this? Having the queen's flower in your mouth? Do you know how many men would die for this? <laughs> Do you think you're worthy? Hawk's head shook furiously, sending new vibrations fluttering between your nerves. You could feel something hot spurt upon your legs. Your own legs began to shake as pleasure tore through your body, your mind going blank. You barely registered your own moans of pleasure. Slowly, like floating feathers, your body came back down, a feeling of peace settling in your womb. Fuck, I wanted to more. Yes, I do, but I have pushed more than I should have, much too quickly. It's reckless if someone had seen me, it would have been a problem. She negotiated with herself. Everything in due time. Let's go back. I've been gone for far too long. You couldn't help but to revel in the look of the wounded puppy Hawks made. Fret not, and maybe another time. You walk lazily, enjoying the night, hawks at your side. 
You could see the clearing of the garden beside you when you came to an abrupt stop. This is as far as we go. I'm dressed up as Catherine and I do not want to do anything to damage your reputation. So you must wait until I'm as a sight to go upon your merry way. My queen, I am blessed that you have trusted me. Hawk said, pressing a kiss against the back of your neck. Your spine stiffened. <laughs> well, you're very foolish to presume ideals. If you breathe a word of this, I would not have to lift a finger. What you have committed is called treachery against the king, a defilement of the queen. Do you think that you would be able to step out of here alive if a single word about this is briefed to Darby? Or better yet, to any of my loyal supporters? Do you not play the fool and learn your place quickly before it is taught to you? My queen, that is a blow unlike anything I have ever felt before. You peer over your shoulders. Give me more. I guess that I am forced to dream of him until you can call me to your chambers. He holds out his hand, placing a kiss on I'm it. I'm enchanted by your cruelty. You take it, your hand away and walk off. Ripping one of the underskirts and using the fabric to cover your hair. Sneaking through the passageway, you make the turns into the dark cracking open the door to your hall. Gracefully, you make your way to your chambers. Welcome, my darling wife of mine. Where have you been? Dobby said with a cruel smile. He was perched upon a golden vanity chair, legs spread. He was back to his usual self, hair wild, hoops in place, soft cotton shirt and black fitted trousers. You spotted the bulge in his pants and you licked your lips. It had not gone unnoticed. His hip tilted upwards. Ask you a question. I was removing the poison planted by my mother. You are very welcome. Oh, at this murder attempt, we're definitely family now. Speaking of family... His hand beckoned you forward. We need to have a chat about that pesky brother of yours. You step closer and he rises and turns you around. With a surprising amount of delicacy, he unravels the back buttons of your dress, enjoying the look of the dress falling off of your body. I need to discuss with you our potential plan of action. I'm going to kill him, he said, breaking into a sentence. You turn to a dumbfounded expression. He has to go, and I'll make sure of it. Okay, guys. Well, that was chapter three. There's still more to go, so I hope that you're willing to join me 
the next time. Otherwise than that, have yourself a wonderful time. Bye.